0: This episode is powered by Tom DeLeo Day Financial Planning Services. On today's episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. This episode is sure to deliver stimulating conversations and aha moments that may give you a fresh perspective. If any moment made your soul vibrate, please leave us a review and let us know if we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe and visit com to access exclusive offers and coaching packages. The coaching packages include clarity calls, VIP one on one exclusive coaching, and my absolute favorite, the Tribe Vibes. A Tribe Vibe is a twist on Ladies Night, focusing on self-care for Black women with a holistic approach. Welcome to Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. I'm your host, Ursula, a transformation life coach and mental health and wellness advocate, This is a safe space for amazing Black women to share open, honest dialogue about mental health and wellness, self-care, self-love, and basically how to get our shift together. Let's tune in to this week's episode.
1: For the queen, sisters manifesting their dreams. Get your cream by any means, and being with self-esteem, beauty supreme, and Buddha walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka. Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh? Brunching with your squad or taking a girls trip. Adjust your crown, you God's gift to the world says celestial body. Drink your water, meditate, sun kiss God his heavenly order. Levitate, tribe of Ashanti, black girl magic, melon and popping, whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you you or savage, you a gift and a treasure. You got to love a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, man. These black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, dog.
2: Now I'm going to bring my beautiful guest on air. Her name is Steph Foster. Let me bring Steph out. I've about. Hi. Hey Steph, how are you? I am good. How are you? Well, you know how I'm feeling. Now.
3: <laughs> well, how are you now?
2: I'm better. And good. I'll share with everybody what, what we're talking about. This is this is current current situation. Literally. Real whatever. time. Real time. Seriously. -hmm. This is back to you, Jezebel. So I want to let everybody know how Steph and I met. Uh, Here in Atlanta, I used to throw these really big yoga practices. I'm not a yoga uh, instructor, but Steph is. Mm -hmm. And we've known each other for what? Three? No. Four years? Four years? Four years. It was definitely before COVID.
3: Yeah, it was. Well,
2: little man was a little man, so.
3: Yeah, and he's six. So I'm going to roll with four years. Yeah, I think four. four. Yes. And
2: so that's my motivation um, when I reconnected with Steph. She is, I've only always known Steph as yoga Steph, but she has mm-hmm. blossomed into this holistic health service practitioner, all of the above. Yeah. And, oh, and I also took your booty yoga class. Yep. Did I shake it okay?
3: I tried. You did. You did it, girl. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's booty, B-U-T-I. B-U-T-I, not B-O-O-T-Y. Just the right. end up, okay? It's two different things, but yes. You took my booty class and you did great. Thank you. Thank you, you did good. great.
2: So my motivation was because I'm, I was looking at some of these articles and it talked about holistic wellness mm-hmm. and I've just been on this quest. I'm trying to live a whole holistic life and it's new to me, but I'm enjoying the ride. So when you and I reconnected, I was like, she is perfect for this. So everyone, this is why Steph is on tonight. So, Steph, do you want to tell our listeners a little about what you do, what you have done?
3: Yeah, of course. So I, I I call myself since there's no really official title for what I am because I do so many different things. But I like to call myself a manual therapist. And basically what that means is I work with the body as a whole. So yes, I am a yoga teacher. i currently a 200-hour RYT, working on my 300-hour. So I'll be a 500-hour RYT by the end of the year, hopefully. Um, so along with that, so I did start, you know, throughout my health and wellness journey as a yoga teacher. And it kind of just spiraled from there, um, from going to different certifications and learning about different energetic points and how our energy is connected to our brain and how cellular level all the way down to your nervous system and how all those things are connected kind of wanted me, uh, had me yearning for more basically. And I was, you know, introduced to the body as a whole and not just in our physical form, but internally. So I wanted to kind of dig deeper. So I am a manual therapist. Um, although I do yoga, I also do stretch therapy, which includes, Myofascial release, Thai body work, um, um, myofascial cupping. Look, I have to think about it. Myofascial cupping, reflexology, um, and all of those things. Um, I also do kinesiology taping. So I am literally right in between physical therapy and below. So I call myself the bridge between people needing physical therapy. Um, So I'm the one you would come to to prevent that from happening or post-surgery to keep your body up and moving so i'm a movement and manual therapist overall may i read
2: uh, an excerpt and i thought of you when i saw this all right holistic medicine is a form of healing that considers the whole person body Mm -hmm. mind spirit and Mm emotions in this quest for optimal health and wellness According to the holistic medicine philosophy, one can achieve optimal health, the primary goal of holistic medicine practice by gaining proper balance in life. And when I read that, I instantly thought about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yes,
3: look, I, I'm human, too. I'm a work in progress. Also, like it is not. Bars and stripes over here either. <laughs> um, but, you know, health and wellness is, is a, it's a day-by-day thing and you really have to take your time and you have to choose to want it and you have to choose to want mm-hmm. to learn more and do better and things like that. But yes, that insert was perfect because that explains it. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> so before we get into exactly what you do, mm-hmm. can you explain to our listeners what is I know you explained it a little, but can you go a little deeper on what alternative and holistic health services
3: are? Yeah, of course. So, you know, we're kind of, you know, as patrons and just humans as ourselves, whether it be environmental or just, you know, our demographic. we'll we're, we're familiar with just going to a doctor. OK. Mm-hmm. You no, know, and that includes just going to see your PC- PCP or your OBGYN. Um, those are your more concrete doctors, which is awesome. And everybody should continue to do that. But holistic deals with the body as a whole, not just in physical form. So holistic means everything from energy, like the energy that you're putting into things. Um, and, you know, a lot of people don't know that energy transfers into pain depending on where it is in the body, which we will get into, depending (laughs) on where it is in the body. And, you know, there's so many people walking around in pain and you go to your doctor and they may prescribe you a pharmaceutical, like an anti-inflammatory or something like that. But holistic deals with movement in the body. So not only does it deal with emotional triggers, um, it also deals with movement patterns. So instead of you you know somebody hurts their knee or you got a little twinge in your hip instead of letting it go on for so long and just taking medicine you go see an alternative holistic doctor to say hey how are you moving like how is your bone structure how is your body your your um compensating on this side of your body because of this and this is how you can correct it it's a lot of different things that go along with that sometimes um when we go see our normal day to day doctors like your PCP, depending on where you are, um, movement and physicality is not part of that treatment. You just tell them what the ailments are and they'll give you what they know how to give you. But you have to treat the body as a whole. And that's what alternative holistic practitioners do.
2: Mm-hmm. What, what are the benefits of it?
3: Oh, benefits are endless, however, the benefits do include learning your body unity as a mind, body, and spirit. You know, you'll be amazed. There's so many people walking around that aren't in tune with themselves, you know, and you just walk around in your body like you don't know what your body needs, you don't know why you feel one way or the other. Like a lot of people just don't know those things. Um, you,
2: excuse me, but do you mean is that physically
3: or most, spiritually? Both, all of the above. So a lot of us are just living day to day, right? You know, you have to get up in the morning, you have to take care of the kids, you have to go to work and you have to come home, you have to make dinner. You're A lot of us are just existing, but there's a difference between being united with your body through mind, body and spirit. And that's what yoga does. And that's what it's taught me along the way is that when you sit down and actually pay attention to your breath, like, are you breathing? Are you breathing with your chest? or Are you breathing with your stomach? You know, How do you feel about those breaths? Um, You know, yeah, so there's okay. So in yoga, they teach you different types of breathing techniques. And usually those breathing techniques are meant to um, some of them are meant to awaken the fire inside. And we call the fire like the gut, which is the center of your gravity, your gut, your pelvic region is the center. And that's usually where our, our most fire comes from. So you can you can contribute that to gut health, acid in the stomach, whatever you want. But the energy that we have in our body really comes from your center of gravity. So there are some breathing techniques that you can do to awaken that fire that's inside of you that makes you feel alive and makes you feel like, okay, you're ready to go. We used to do that. I'm not sure if you remember, but we call it fire, breath, and booty in the beginning. I don't know if you remember, but I said, turn your thumbs and you go... Yes, that's a breath of fire that we do in the beginning of booty. And it's meant to awaken the fire that's inside of you so that your organs so that you can breathe, so that your muscles can move faster and complete throughout the entire hour that we're doing. So it's meant for that. There are some breathing techniques that are meant to calm you down. Like if you're stressed and you're having an anxiety moment, it's some breathing techniques that you can do for that. There's a multitude of breathing techniques that you can do. I can probably name about five. Um, But there's a multitude of some that you can do. And ideally, how do you know you're breathing correctly? A lot of us adults, as we grow, we change our breathing techniques and we don't realize it because it's part of the autonomic um, nervous system. But we don't realize it. Babies, they say babies breathe how we're supposed to breathe because babies breathe through their stomach. If you ever see a baby lay down on their back you'll see the stomach inhaling and exhaling inhaling and exhaling but as we grow environmental stress you know just different things as we grow we tend to breathe with our chest and we don't know that so when a lot of people are having like anxiety attacks or some type of flare ups or you feeling tense in the shoulder area you got headaches all day the first thing you should do is like okay so let me slow down how am i breathing kind of how you did before we kind of came on not to give that away but how you, took you your breath and, yes i did but how you took your breath and you was just like you mm-hmm. know count one two three one two you know that's kind of the same thing and a lot of people just aren't in tune with that like i said it's part of our sympathetic nervous system it just automatically happens but when you're in yoga and you
0: an entrepreneur? Do you have questions about insurance and annuities? Are you a new investor and have questions about wealth strategies? Or are you at an age like myself where you're planning retirement saving strategies? If you'd answered yes, then you need to contact Tondaleo Day Financial Services. You know, getting your shift together also includes financial wellness and Tondaleo Day who is a seasoned 25-year-plus financial advisor, he is the one for you. His Edward Jones investments practice provides tailored solutions through an established process to help each of his clients reach their financial investment goals. So whether it's a retirement plan for a small business owner assisting you with preparing for unexpected issues such as life insurance and long-term care, or consolidating your retirement plans. His team delivers upper-echelon service, utilizing state-of-the-art tools and resources with a personal touch. Contact Tondaleo Day at 770-466-0031. That's 770-466-0031 to schedule an appointment in his Loganville, Georgia office. And remember, if you're located outside of Georgia, no worries. You can also reach his financial branch via the web. His website is in the show notes below.
3: That's what I mean. It helps you slow down, actually feel your body, like feel your toes, feel your heartbeat, feel your gut, feel what your stomach is asking you to do. Feel your thoughts, like actually take a second and Think about what it is you're a saying or think about what it is that you're thinking. Think about what triggers are, are are causing you to be in such chaos. Just think about the things that you're doing. And that's pretty much what yoga and not only yoga, but all the metaphysical and movement therapy has kind of taught us to do is to just move in that space. And then you can become a little bit. I know you guys are probably saw. Um, all these people in yogi that are nature gurus, they're out and they're like, Oh, life is so great and all these things, you know. But when you come to a place where you're in your homeostasis where you're secure with your thoughts, secure with where you're going as far as your path is concerned in life. You can see what you want to do in life. You're secure in what it is that you're doing. You start to hear the trees a little louder. You start to listen to the wind blow. You start to you know, hear the cars honking a mile off. It's just different things. It heightens your sensitivity and make you more aware of your surroundings and your body. And it kind of goes hand in hand with both. Wow, that was a lot. That was, was so a lot, fun. but i to keep it all, all in one package, but it is a lot. And, you know, it is a a lot lot times we're walking around like this from day to day. We don't realize that. And I do it, too. Like I said, I'm human. You know, although I know it, I'm like, OK, when you're in the midst of it, you know, it's difficult to kind of take a step back and say, OK, wait a minute. But, you know, when you start to recognize those points and those triggers and what you need to do, you start to recognize who you are wholly as a person and what you need.
2: Right. Well, when I said that's a lot, I mean, it is a lot, but it's so needed because while you're talking, I, I'm i picturing living, being intentional yeah, with how you navigate throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Mindfulness, that's what I hear when you're talking as far as practicing mindfulness and being in the moment and grounding. Wow. Mm-hmm. 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 Exactly. Thing is, I know you can go on
3: and on. I have to have you come back for a part two. But we can talk about this all day, okay? This is this is definitely my my realm. Um, I'm gonna ask you a
2: question. Would you think of, do? You think that this, there could be any pros or
3: cons to this living? I do. I do. Um, I do think that. Um, people who kind of dive into this living don't really know how to keep themselves grounded. And basically what I mean by that is when I gave the example earlier, like you see a lot of earthy people who are like, Oh, it's okay. Like you know the trees I'm out in nature. Everything is good. We call them like hippie lifestyles, but not really. Um, You can get so far gone. And we call that like your crown chakra and your, um, third eye, you can get so heightened in those senses that you can forget human nature, and that's what grounding does for you. And what do you mean by that? I'll, I'll, I'll explain. So yeah, it's not really healthy to be like, "Oh, nobody bothers me. There's nothing going on. I could mm-hmm. just go into it." That's not healthy. You know, life is meant to have balance. And in that balance, unfortunately, comes happiness and chaos. And you have to keep that balance. Right. So if people are living in this fantasy world, 24 seven, you become numb or unbeknownst to you that there are serious things going on outside of that world. You know, so you tend to think like, you know, um, I'm just using this as an example, but you tend to think like, you know, you don't have to go to work because I could just live in trees, you know, or or, you know, I I don't have to make X amount of money um, in this time because nature will provide for me and my family or, you know, just things like that. But like I said, those are just examples. You tend to forget your the human nature side of things and say that, hey, everybody is not okay. People don't agree with everything that you say, you know, and people have opinions So a lot of times when, you know, you meet those people and someone says, oh, yeah, I don't like doing that because such and such. They have a hard time grasping that concept and it tends to kind of tug on their emotions a lot because they're so disconnected with the groundedness in the practice that you're living up here all the time. And you're seeing angel numbers and all these kinds of things. It's like, okay have you walked around the earth with your shoes off? Are you walking around? Are you feeling the grass? Those are the type of things that keeps you grounded. Are you feeling the grass? Like, are you actually listening to your peers, you know, and their issues, if there are any or things that are going on? Like, are you learning? Like, are you still reading books? Are you still becoming a student? Like, are you still here? <laughs> you know, because you can be in this space for a long time and you seem, tend to, Lose, um, how can I say it? You use consciousness of everything around you that's real, it's it like I, you're in a bubble, yeah, yeah, literally. For people who live in a bubble, and it's like, oh, I'm good, I'm good, oh, yeah, she'll be fine, we don't have to talk about that, oh, yeah, I don't have to do that because I could just go and do this, and you're like, okay, but wait, <laughs> you don't know, no, like, you actually have to think about it, address it, and kind of, you know. And it's kind of those people that live in a bubble. So I definitely say that's that's kind of the downside. And they can have an adverse reaction too. You have a lot of people that are so like into the tangibility that they don't have the desire or know how to come out of that a lot. So they can, they can kind of work reverse. Um, but those are the cons. But a lot of the pros, I have more pros than cons for sure. <laughs> but a lot of the uh, pros is more so you become aware of, surroundings you become aware of i'm big on energy as far as how it looks on people you know and 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 you know if you're just now meeting me i could be a little standoffish because i'm more so like looking around the room and trying to figure out if my energy fits with what's going on in here or you know who is in here exactly because transference is real And people aren't aware of that. Energy transference is real. And it's like, if this is a situation where it's like drama filled, or does the air feel thick or something like that, I don't wanna be bothered and I'll just leave. You know, And, and that's a very real thing. And I think that's a pro because you'll start to learn like what it is that your mental and your heart health and your body health needs, you know, and you're not forcing yourself to be in spaces that you don't need to be anymore and you don't feel bad about it. It's just like, yeah, I don't really like what's going on over there. I'm going to stay over here, you know. So that's definitely a pro for me. Um, Another pro is movement and creativity. So I use yoga as my creative outlet. A lot of people draw. Like, some people dance. You know, some people skate, whatever. Um, I've never been a dancer, and I wasn't a cheerleader, anything like that. So, But I like music. So I put on music that I feel for that day and I'll do a yoga flow, and it'll be so, like, and I'll incorporate some dances in there, and things like that, and it'll be so cleansing for me. So I use it as a creative outlet, so a lot of people can do that. Um, You know, a lot of people, increase your flexibility, increase your mental health. It's a lot of, lot of pros (laughs) that we can go down, but those are my top, what, four um, there. Those
2: are awesome, for sure. Yeah. May I share a story? This just recently happened to me. Please. So I started a new job. Mm -hmm. And when I walked in, some of my friends who I've shared with this, they know exactly what I'm talking about. I walked into the office and the air felt thick. And it did not feel good. So Mm -hmm. I know it's that place. So I had to go away for two weeks of training. It was the best experience. My my coworkers, who I trained with, I mean, it was, like you said, light and airy. Not the toxic positivity, right. but it was a bit of energy. Right. right. Two weeks went by. Now, I'm back into my home office. Again, I walked into the office. It was horrible. Above. So, unfortunately, I can't just walk out because I need that paycheck. Of course. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm working, you know, I'm, I'm working and I can just feel, like you said, the negativity and the thickness and then the patients are coming in and they're being nasty. And it was just, it was just, it was not good at all. Well, then I started, I started taking that on. Yeah. And then it, it I'll admit it took about two days because I remember I'm driving to work and I'm having a good time, you know, like the music therapy. I'm watching the sunrise. But when I walked into the door and I said, No, Ursula, not today. I was like, I'm not taking on whatever's going on before I was employed there. I'm not taking that on because I set my intention those particular days. Like, you you woke up in a good mood and you know, it was was good. And the only thing I can think about was that movie, Ghost. Uh huh. And, and remember when the person would die, you see the spirits going out, and they would jump into other people. That's how it felt. That's the first thing that I thought on my mind, and I just I put in my head, I visualized uh, like a shield around me, mm-hmm. like bouncing off of me. I'm not mm-hmm. taking that on, you know. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'll give you the details of what else happened, but my point being is, energy is real. And it's true vibes, you, you, whatever you want to call it. It's it's all the same thing. It just has different...
3: It's the same things. thing. Same thing. And you can look at it however you want. You can flip it, switch it, however you want. But it rub is it the same. Down. Flip down. it, switch it, rub it down, pat it down. Whatever you need to do, it is the same. <laughs> okay? You can do all that. It is the same. Okay? And I had the same thing. So when I used to go into the office um, Mm -hmm. I'll be fine, but after I leave, I'm like I'm exhausted. You're like I even did that much today. Like you know, I used to have headaches sometimes, and it's just like, what is happening in here? But I got to the point where, of course, I was I was into my thing. You know, my education and awareness start to grow. I went and bought me a salt lamp, a pink Himalayan salt lamp, and I put it in the corner. And i had uh some essential oils on my desk i think i had orange eucalyptus and some stuff on my desk in the front you know and it wasn't much i only had a couple of little trinkets i had some seashells for my travels or whatnot mm-hmm. i kept some crystal like a crystal or two like on the top of my little shelf or whatnot and ever since then like people were coming and at that time i had moved from a cube to an office just because it was available but to the office and people were coming in my office and like I need to take a break like it's a lot out there You know, and they were just coming here and get some uh, essential oils and rub it down or whatnot and, and they will get their crystals like it just became a place of like quiet and I was just like Yeah, if you got a lot going on do not go past my door and I used to I got this. Um I forget where I got it from But I had this sage spray, so it's liquid sage, and it's in a spray. And I used to spray it like (laughs) around my little cube, around my office at the door. And I'm like, it's a good day, the sun is shining, or whatever. I don't want to do this. I just, I, I wasn't playing. Like I used to spray that stuff. (laughs) And then suddenly, like coworkers were like, "Oh, I need to get me some of that." And I was like, "Yeah, do what you need to do to survive (laughs) until you get out of here." But yeah. Yeah,
2: no,
3: I get it. I get it. Good
2: stuff. Well, speaking of sage spray, let's talk about some of your services. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, can you? Well, I I want to know this first and foremost. The RYT two hundred. What does that mean?
3: Registered Yoga Teacher. Two hundred oh. hours. Two hundred hours. So that just means I did two hundred hours of Registered Yoga of yoga teacher training, and I am registered to be titled a 200-hour awati. Well, I was going to say yoga for
2: last, but let's go into
3: that. Let's go. How did I get into yoga? That's a very interesting story, you know? Um, (laughs) So I originally, so back in the day, back in the day, back in the day, whatever, I was a pole instructor. So when I was a pole instructor, like I said, yes girl yeah. Um, but uh, when I was a pole instructor, like I said before, like I didn't really do any dance or anything like that. I played tennis for two years in high school and that was it. So I had no like athleticism, I had no flexibility, anything. I was just tall and thin. but I did pole and I grew to love it and I did it for like two, three years or something like that however I wanted like some of the moves more advanced I got I wanted to increase my flexibility so that I can do the splits and do the back bends and all of the things that I had never done before right so this was when Instagram was starting to become popular so I started to look up different accounts and I actually was just doing yoga challenges through Instagram at first so there are people who have been in yoga for forever and they host these yoga challenges on Instagram and you just use the hashtag sometimes you win things, sometimes you just participate just because and I was doing those just to increase my kind of flexibility and to see if I could do it because a lot of the poses look very similar to what we were doing in pole at the time Um, so I just started doing it, the challenges and then the more I started doing the challenges I was like okay well I don't need to look online I could just do this So I used to go on my mom's deck with my mat and I used to do yoga out back through YouTube and Instagram. Yeah. And I just did certain stretches and then I started doing it on my own as I started to become familiar with the stretches and how to do them. And then I got pregnant with my son and I had terrible, terrible, terrible morning sickness. Okay, so there was no more pole in my life. So I had to stop that. But I wanted to keep doing something because I was already my body was already familiar with it. And I just didn't want to drop it. So I was like, well, I'm doing yoga. And a lot of the poses that we're doing in yoga look very similar to the pole stuff. So I'm just going to do the stuff at home that kind of feels good for my body to do that. I know how to do it at the time. And Mm -hmm. I just started doing that. And I just started Instagram challenges and I started doing it every day. And then I started doing it multiple times a day. And I started to feel my body change i felt something in me change and i don't know what that is maybe it was my energy maybe it was whatever but i felt something in me change over time and i remember sitting out on my mom's deck because that's why i used to do it because the sun was shining i used to do it in the morning and evening because the birds are chirping and i just like being outside so i remember one time i was laying there in savasana which is when you lay on your back and just kind of cool down and I was looking up at the sky, and I was just hearing the birds and things like that. And I was just like, you know what? Like, people need this. And you know, and I was thinking about where I came from. I grew up, I'm from Decatur. So I grew up on Keller Road and McAfee. There is not yoga studios and things over there. And we used to have, yes, oh that's me. So there's, there's nothing over there, you know? And, and we're not familiar with that type of lifestyle. And if you are, you have to travel to like downtown decatur which is like the closest which isn't far but it's about 15 minutes if not you have to travel to like alpharetta out to wherever to get it and i was just like you know and i sat there and it was like an epiphany like it just was like this is what you're going to do yep. <laughs> and i was like you know more people need this and you know And, you know, I was looking at the elders in my family and I'm like, you know, they hobbling around like my grandma. She could barely walk at the time. and you know, just seeing different pain points of just the people I love versus what I was doing, because I was pretty much the only one that was doing that stuff like in my family at all. They had never nobody does this type of thing that I do in my family at that time. So, you know, and I was just like, I'm going to do this. I wonder. I wonder how I'm going to do this. So I got up from that mat and I went to the computer that night and I started researching yoga certifications. Mm -hmm. And I found one and I originally got certified in Hatha, which was slower. But I found so a month later, I went to a certification in Atlanta for Hatha. I did Hatha one and two. So that means basic and advanced. And then I discovered I was like, "Mm, it's a little too slow for me. I don't really want to do Hatha. Let's see what else. So then that's when I discovered booty, booty yoga. So I went through the whole booty yoga training. I had never been to a booty yoga class ever. And I went to booty yoga training. That was my first booty yoga class ever. I just knew that I wanted to sign up for it. So I did. And,
2: and so I went. Wanted... <laughs>
3: for our listeners who are tuning in late, that's B-U-T-I. B-U-T-I. It is I. It is, it is. intense, but it is an amazing practice. Um, but it is B U T I look it up and you'll see what I mean when we when you go back and listen to this dialogue <laughs> when I say that was the first booty yoga class I had ever been to I had just seen YouTube and I went to that class and they were like have you ever done booty before I was like no <laughs> you know and, and I said that weekend I got certified in booty and as you know I taught booty for two three years after that and then Stuff just started spiraling for me. Like my ideas started spiraling. And the more I was introduced to certain things, the more I wanted to learn more about it. So I did. (laughs) So that's how I got into yoga. So after when I did booty, the certification for booty yoga, I started to look on their page and I realized that they had more yoga offerings that I could do. They have deep, which is a restorative. I did the certification for a deep. I did the certification for that. I did advanced booty yoga. I did that one. And I was like, shoot, I'm almost about to do all of this stuff. I might as well do the 200 hour RYT. So I signed up for the RYT and I was talking to my family about it. And they was like, I mean, you're in it. You might as well just do it. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I found out they did an immersion, which is a two week. I went and got, um, Two, my 200 hour in Hawaii. I stayed in Hawaii for two weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I got my 200 hour through booty yoga, through that whole training. And that's where the vinyasa yoga came into play. The hot yoga came into play and these different things. I started learning about yoga there. Um, and during that training opened up my eyes a lot to chakras and energy work and how the body moves and things like that. And I was like, Hmm. And in the 200 hour, they only kind of did like an introduction, you know, they, they they just skimmed the surface. And I was just like, huh? Like my eyes were like, Ooh, because, again, you know, come a little Decatur count Road, girl, we don't know about these things. Like nobody mm-hmm. teaches us about energy transference and stuff like that. So I was just like, huh? <laughs> so I just started looking up more and more stuff. And here I am. So it just spiraled. <laughs> So it literally ideas was just spiraling. And um funny story mm-hmm. how I got into movement therapy though. Um I had a coworker who he was playing basketball and he had a knee injury or whatever, whatever. He kept getting this bubble on his knee. And I was like, I wonder if you use like the copper tone fit to pull it back in place. Will the fluid stop coming into the bubble and it'll just flow through how it's supposed to flow through? And he was like, huh, well, I'll buy one. So he got one and then went and played basketball and it was fine. Mm -hmm. Didn't have the bubble again. So I said, okay, cool. So now I wonder, I was using them as an experiment, honestly, for my own ideas. And I was like, well, I wonder if you use sports tape, kinesiology tape to hold it in place so that you don't have to wear the copper tone thing because you don't want to walk around in that all day if it'll hold it in place. So he let me tape his knee and it worked. So I was like, huh, I wonder if there's a certification for this. And I found one through Rock Tape. A month later, I did it. And that's how the myofascial cupping came. That's how the kinesiology taping came. That's how my movement specialist certification came. And it just like everything just
2: spiraled. Uh, well, you know what? Two things. One, when you were talking about the spiral, I envisioned a spiral, and people were just jumping on board because that's how you and I met. And yeah. then we went to that gym that's off for of 20.
3: Yeah.
2: And then I see Denise with all the rock stars. So mm-hmm. I knew all of them. And I said, like, Well, you know Steph? <laughs> so we were all in the same spiral. I was like, What are you doing here? We were over <laughs> by the boxing ring. I'm looking. I'm like, Wait, you know her too? And we just. And then some other ladies in BGR, the run mm-hmm. room, you know, when I posted that you were coming on, a lot of them were chiming on, like, yeah, stuff F. So we yeah. were all
3: in their spiral, girl. It spiraled. <laughs> it literally spiraled. So I literally had a thought and it just rolled from there. And I was like, I guess this is what I'm supposed to be. So, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you mentioned cupping. Up. Can you talk about
2: cupping before we start? Because we're gonna well,
3: Uh-huh. So, gonna so there's different, yeah. So there's different types of cupping. There's traditional Chinese cupping. Um and that a lot of people will see the glass cups, and they use the fire to kind of suction the the. So, um, it's very similar to that, but except you take the fire out and you can take the glass out. So this is a myofascial uh, cupping. So it works. So anatomy break. Right? So underneath the skin, there's a connective tissue called fascia that connects your nervous system and your muscles and your joints. It tells your body to move. Usually if we having like a pain point or something like that, there's some restrictions in the fascia that can contribute to your non-movement or whatever issues that is. Mm -hmm. So I use silicone cups and it's medical grade silicone. They're about this big, um, that suction up the skin and it lifts the fascia off the skin to allow old blood to flow through so that new blood can come in and repair that restriction. Well,
2: because the silicone cup, will it still leave a,
3: a mark? Yeah. As the yeah. Clear yeah. Or the blast? Mm-hmm. So it is gonna still leave a mark because remember you have old blood trapped in there, right? And the cups are supposed to lift that so the old blood can flush out. So it will still leave marks. I would say at the longest the marks may last a week. However, by leaving the marks, actually the marks are signs of good things because that means whatever, yeah, because whatever place it's been restricted, the restriction has been lifted. So now your lymphatic system can flush all those toxins out, put new blood in and repair your muscles or joints or wherever the issue is. So So a lot of people may see the marks as like, oh, I don't want these ugly marks on me or whatnot. But the marks are actually a really good thing. So but we just need will... the fire and glass component out and I use silicone instead.
2: But they will go away.
3: correct? Yeah, they go away. They go away. Sometimes they go away 24 hours later, sometimes for for more deeper um, injuries. It may take about a week or so because that's still blood and, and that your system has to drain out and replenish and renew um sometimes it could take a week but it doesn't take no more than that usually they go uh they go away within 24 48 hours tops
2: so how do you know where to put them
3: these babies
2: (laughs) These (laughs) babies. this is gonna be an audio podcast can you tell anybody what you just
3: did these babies so basically i can feel where their restrictions are in the body so like I'm going to use you for example. Okay. So, let's say, just, for instance, say, I'm going to use you as an example. So, let's say you like, oh my God, my back hurt. You know, I feel it in my lower hip or whatever, whatever. I'll feel amongst, although you're telling me, and I'll do an assessment. Like, part of these trainings, I've learned to look at you and tell where certain imbalances are. So, I'll say, you know, your right hip hurts. you like, yeah, you know, I feel a little kink here. So i go up to the shoulders because it's the same connection points. Remember when I mentioned those deep longitudinal lines earlier, mm-hmm. the left controls the right, right controls the left. Those are your cross points. So I'll start looking at your shoulders and I'm like, okay, your shoulders a little lifted up here. And then I feel, and I'll say that this, this feels really tight. Does this hurt up here? And you're like, yeah, that does hurt. Like sometimes when I drive, you know, my shoulder gets tense over here and I'll go and I'll feel all your little points or whatnot. Then I'll say, oh, well, it makes sense if your shoulder hurts up here because your hip, your right hip is hurting and your left shoulder is hurting. It's the same muscle line, right? Same fascia lines that's going from there to there. So I'll go and I'll do all my therapies, my stretching and things like that. I'll push on some stuff, stretch it out, and then I'll put the cups on that line to release that entire line through there to allow all of that stuff to flush. Wow. Mm. So I don't have a practice. It is a wellness practice. But I always tell people, if you have a problem with someone touching you, I'm not the person to go to because I have to touch you. Like there is no way around that in order for me to feel or to help you feel whatever's going on. I have to touch you. I have to stretch you out and I have to do these things. So I always tell people if they have questions, I always ask them, do you have a problem with touch? Because touch will let me know how far I can go. Or sometimes touch can be very triggering for a lot of people. So, you know, we have to talk through those things, you know, kind of beforehand to make sure everything is OK. But, yes, mainly my hands and I feel for the restrictions and then that'll tell me where I need to put them. How long
2: do the cups need to stay on?
3: Uh, they don't need to stay on long. 15 minutes, maybe tops, 10 minutes. Oh. So after great. I stretch, so let's see, after I stretch you, I'll put the cups on and I'll I'll work on other parts of the body just to give it time to release and decompress and then I'll say okay get up and walk around for a little bit with the cups on that way your body gets used to the opening because remember pain is more so of your body closing that space off to protect it baby it (laughs) more for babying it and I will say okay so now I've opened up those nerve channels to allow your body to feel that peace again and to start repair So I want to keep that channel open. So get up and walk around for a little while so that your body can feel how it feels to keep those channels open. And then when I take them off, I may use some KT tape or something just to keep those channels open when you leave. Um, And then we start working on it from there and then you go about your about your day. Interesting. So the KT tape lifts. So the suction lifts. Yeah the case i always say the kt tape works like a back brace if you ever worn a back brace how it keeps you upright how it keeps everything lifted it works the same way without the bulkiness so i can use the tape to keep the channels open for the next three to five days so that your body will start back getting used to operating how it's supposed to operate and you'll start to repair slowly but surely you'll start to repair now it's not a one session fix no but you'll start feeling better more the more and more so instead of you being like oh my god like i've been in pain for a month i say just come see me for three weeks and we'll assess how you feel in the beginning and then i do another assessment at the end of your sessions so that you can see like where you're progressing at and what we need to do moving forward and i give you homework and different things like that
2: wow you know i need you to move back on this side of it so we can Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah Oh my god, you may I may have to sooner than soon later. Woo,
3: woo. I need to come come see what's up with you.
2: Yeah, so for those who don't know the beginning, right before we went on, I <laughs> I'll
3: let you tell the story. <laughs> She did something and tweaked her back, <laughs> so she's like, "Oh, she was sweating." And I'm like, "What's wrong? So to, be sweating?" Yes, yeah, so I had to, I had to walk her through. I was like, "Okay, go get a heating pad. Put your weight in your heels. Use your peak. Use your fingertips to lift. So you put so much strain on your back." Yeah, she was going through it, but we got through it, and she's all right.
2: <laughs> come up here, squeezing. But yeah, I've been breathing through the tips that you gave me prior to us going live. I'm definitely going to continue. Matter of fact, stay online after I have a few more questions. Yes. But I do need you to put your fingers on me though. Really. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I so got you.
3: Before we get off, mm-hmm. can you explain the Thai body work? Thai body work. So Thai Body Work is a combination of yoga, massage, and acupressure. And it can be either done on the table or we can do it on the mats or the floor. But I stretch your body in yogic ways and add a little pressure on your um, pressure points throughout your body to help release any trap, tension or emotions in the body so that you can be a little bit more flexible, a little bit more free, a little bit more relaxing. So um, it's very similar to stretch therapy. I actually use that as my stretch therapy. Um, you know, a lot of people, sometimes you can just stretch somebody and stretch somebody. But when you actually like, you know, putting your hands on pressure points, massaging it out and then stretching the body that way, the body doesn't fight you in between that because sometimes you can get stretched out. And if your body just not used to going that way, your legs can be tight. It can be hurting afterwards. You know, your body automatically zips back up into that mode that it's used to being in. but. When you add those acupressure points and your massage therapy throughout that and throughout the stretch sessions, it your body tends to be more um, awake and more responsive to that. So Thai body work is a mesh of yoga, massage, and acupressure. Mm.
2: Could you use the KT tape when you do the Thai body work? Yeah. I can't do that.
3: Yeah, I can for sure. And I, I usually do depending on what's going on. I usually say, OK, so we're doing top body work today. You know, if you feel good right now, let me tape it up for you so that you can go, you know, for the next couple of days and be OK for you for the next couple of days. Or mm-hmm. if you can, you can combine both if you want. It's a, it's it's Although the bulk of the services is whatever you book at the time, I I do tailor it to whatever's going on with the person because everybody is not the same and everybody is literally different. So um, Mm -hmm. it can be customizable for sure. I
2: love it. And the last thing, which I absolutely love doing, I haven't done it in a while,
3: but I love the ear candling.
2: Yes. that's That's a popular service. Is it?
3: Yeah, between that and the Thai body work are my top two.
2: I love getting the ear candling. But I've never well, now that I have a professional on, <laughs> I know how it looks and how it's done, but I don't know how it works when you blow the 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 fire out. How does it yes?
3: Work? Let's talk about it. I love it, love it, love it. Um so ear candling, it's it's a, a Chinese, uh holistic Chinese uh service as well. Um But it basically works is there are are certain candles that we use um it's not your typical candle of course and it's not just paper rolled up into a ball so this these candles are like dipped in honey and use uh papyrus i think it's made out of and it has a filter at the bottom so it's very skinny at at one end and it opens up like a funnel at another end and we actually use that and you put it right on the tip, like right at the base of your ear, just enough to cover um, the lobe. And we light the tip, the bigger end, we like the tip and it kind of acts like a suction uh, funnel suction with the smoke in the earwax. So it kind of liquefies things and it pulls the wax up into the candle. So once you put the fire out, I put the fire out and I can open up the candle and see what all came out of your ear which is my favorite part. All right, Lee, least my favorite part. Uh, yeah. And I always ask people, I say, do you want to see? And some, some people say no, but some people say, Oh my God. Yeah. And when I open it, I'm like all of that came out of my ear. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, but what we don't realize, which is another component to it, what we don't realize is when you have like trapped debris, some people have really thick earwax from birth, whether it's hereditary, Or, you know, just something going on with the ear from the past or whatever or lack of cleaning your ears correctly or whatever. It could be a multitude of things. But a lot of people don't realize that when your ears are compacted, it affects your equilibrium. It affects your sinusitis. It affects the drainage in your throat. Um, You know, so we have a lot of people that have sinusitis that gets allergies often. Um, Some people who do have vertigo from time to time. Um, once you do that, it can open up those pathways and allow some new wax and some new air to start forming and help release all of those things. You can hear better. Literally. If you think you can hear, you probably can only hear on like a scale of one to 10. You're probably only at like a four. But once we open it up, you'll be like at a nine and you'll be able to see the difference. But you can hear better. Your head feels less congested. It feels lighter Um it's not so much pressure there. So. Um, I say it's definitely recommended for um, when seasons change because the air pressure changes and it affects your head a lot. That's why a lot of people have headaches, sinus headaches up in here. I recommend it for that. Um, I recommend it for people who have trapped wax or for anyone that regularly goes to the doctor and get their ears irrigated. Mm -hmm. It can be very uncomfortable. It can leave swimmer's ear and it just doesn't feel pleasant. It's a great alternative for that, a holistic alternative for that, if you don't want to do that and it lasts a little bit longer. Um, but I definitely recommend everyone, as long as you don't have any serious um, ear conditions to at least get it at least once so that you feel what open feels like. So that as time progress, you will know like, okay, like I can't hear my head hurts. I need to start going to get this again.
2: And let everybody know it
3: does not hurt. It, it does, does not hurt. you look for the people in the back it does not hurt (laughs) okay it is actually the complete opposite it's very relaxing yeah because i've had a lot of people describe it as fire crackling like it sounds like a fireplace crackling that's all it sounds like and i have i have rain music playing in the background and things like a lot of people most of them drift off to sleep and it's only thirty minutes, you know, twenty minutes, thirty minutes. But a lot of them drift off to sleep, so it's actually not painful at all. No, it is at all. Is and I'm not squirting anything in your ear, anything. You just sit there, and and I'll do the work. That's it.
2: Is there any way that it's done too often? Can you ever do it too much?
3: Yes, because you you're actually your ear actually naturally produces earwax for a reason, right? You want to protect your eardrums. You want to protect all of the, you want to have some type of protective layer from all the environmental debris, whether it be uh, pollen or just bugs, whatever, next, whatever mm-hmm. happens. You have to have a layer in your ear. So I automatically recommend for people, after I look at the wax, I can tell whether it's um, compacted wax, whether you have problems, or whether it's a regular wax, because regular wax is a little bit more caramel versus if it's compacted it's darker and it looks more like yeah it looks more like um, milk chocolate or so So, you know not that dark but a little bit lighter than that and you can kind of tell and I'll ask you and I always say okay so how do you feel because some people I always ask so what made you come and get this and some would be like you know I just want my ears clean and usually those are the typical Caramel wax typical and I only say for those people to get it maybe once every four months or so You don't need it that often Once every four months or so Um, However for those that do I'll say okay yours look a little dark like how do you feel like? How does your ear feel and some people will say you know when you push back here like right underneath your jawline That's your ear connect and it'll say it's a little itchy down there like it feels still feels like you know something is is going on down there and i may need to do another candle and i'll do another candle and it'll be full (laughs) you know and i'll say okay Mm -hmm. that feels much better i had this one girl that poor baby i had i did three candles on her ears in order to get it to finally pop and she's like that was it like i feel so much better like that was the one you know it was down in there yeah so for obviously for people like that i recommend every other month um At least until your ear starts to naturally become aware of how it should flush itself, and then you can take it back. So once every five months or something like that, your body will get used to the new adjustment, and you can start tapering that down too. Wow!
2: Wow. Yeah, I didn't know. I was just enjoying the experience, but yeah,
3: how much it could just be with it. It's gunky. I love it, though. I was like, oh, my God, look at all this. And some people like, oh, my God, I have been living with all that in my ear. You know, because it's like I people are like, I, I clean my ears. And I'm like, I should. I'm sure you do, but you only get the tip. No, everyone, listen. Do not use Q-tips, okay? Do us all a favor. Look, guilty. Party right there. No Q-tips, Okay. If, you're gonna are we use, supposed to use if you are going to use Q-tips for the love of God. OK, if you are going to use Q-tips, only use Q-tips to clean the outer rim. OK, only don't get down in there and do this whole shindig because basically what it's doing. OK, you're getting the tip. But the main components, you're just pushing down in there. So the more you go down in there, you're like, oh, it's itching. It's itching. You're pushing, 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 pushing. And that's how it becomes compacted. If not, another alternative to do that is when you're in the shower. The shower loosens up all of your earwax. That's why I say sh- uh, showers clear up your sinuses because of the, the steam and things that come from um, the shower. The shower does the same thing for your ears. So instead of using the Q-tips, take the rag, get all around your outer ear, and just get down in there and just shake, 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 shake it, and it'll pull it out. You'll be fine. <laughs> you don't have to do all that. Use the rag
2: in the shower. That's it. I just learned something. I did not know that. Yes, rag. Just take the rag, get in there, and that's that's all you need to do. Wow. Well, we're gonna start wrapping it up. Very I definitely would love to have you on again for real. Time. I would love to. This is a good conversation. Good, good, good. But um, are there any parting words you'd like or any advice you'd like to give us in addition to the q tips? In addition
3: to the q tips, don't use the q tips.
2: Um, give us some parting words as well as where we can reach you.
3: Yes. Um, parting words. Um, you know, I just I just recommend and would like for everyone as much as possible to think outside the box. Have an open mind. Get second opinions. Um, you know, a lot of alternative health professionals, holistic wellness. Um, a lot of people look at it like, oh, those don't work, whether it's herbs or whatever. But go try it. Find some things that work for you. Um Try, if at all possible, to make self-care a priority for you. So whether that looks like going to get a massage uh, once a month and I'm preaching to myself, too, okay, because I'm on the I'm on the giving end. So it's hard for me to take the time to do the receiving. But whether that is going to get a massage, going to your chiropractor, going to get stretch therapy once a month, just to make sure you get those little aches and crooks out your back, you know, just just treat yourself and find a flow that works for you. Every flow does not work for everybody Find uh, modalities and services and a therapist that you like find the services that works for your body and try to stick to it as much as possible. Your body is the only thing that you have. Try to take care of it as long as you can. And if you need me in any of my services, if you would like to come um, to the studio, I would absolutely love to have you, of course, and to see me in person. We can chat it up and chat about all the things. You can book it online. I am at bodiesmoveyoga.com. That's B-O-D-I-E-S, move, M-O-V-E, yoga.com. And you can find me on Instagram. I am at I am I am Steph, S-T-E-P-H underscore yoga.
2: Also, for our Atlanta listeners, can you tell everybody where you're physically located?
3: Yes. For our Atlanta listeners, I'm physically located in South Fulton. I actually work inside of the Fitness Collective. ATL um, 5819 Cabbleton Road. And um, you can find us there. Um, I'm only there by appointment only, though. So if you're going to come and see me or a service, you have to make sure you either reach out to me or book an appointment first. Um, but I do work inside of the Fitness Collective ATL in South Fulton.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. And also everyone who's listening, if you didn't catch Steph's website or her Instagram, Click on the link in the show description notes right now, and it'll take you directly to her website. So everything she talked about is right on there. I've been mm-hmm. on her website; it's very informative, and you can see that she is as well. And if you are Ooh, in Atlanta, got go visit the sister. I, she's going to see me soon because she she already saw what I just. I gotta get
3: through. you. I gotta get you. Get you back moving again. We gotta get you I, right. I
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just turned twenty-eight three weeks ago. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Okay. I, I felt that. So <laughs> my parting words are listening to you, it was very touching because I heard a lot of openness, whether if it's physically or mentally and emotionally being open. I what resonated with me was movement. Mm -hmm. Whether it's blood or energy, Mm -hmm. old blood, old energy, receiving, good energy, new blood. I heard healing. I heard transformation. um, And I heard, more importantly, self-care.
3: Yes, yes, yes. And just know that this is a day-to-day practice. This is a lifestyle. It is not perfect. It does not look good for everybody, but... If you stay the course and stay with it, just do what feels good for you and your body You're and, and you'll be okay.
2: Oh, you know what, one more thing, Steph. Yes. I definitely consider you a black girl that has her shift together.
3: We are working on it. I received that. Blessings, thank you so much. And I, I absolutely love what you're doing here. I thank you for having me on. Thank you for reaching out to me, for one thing, because we haven't talked in quite a while. Um, this is an awesome conversation and I think it's necessary um, in all parts of our life. It's, it's, it's necessary for us to talk about these things so that we can become more open, more aware of what's out there and what works.
0: joining me on this episode of black girls getting their shift together if anything you heard today made your soul vibrate please like comment and share this episode with two of your friends thank you and i love you all
1: this for the queen sisters manifesting their dreams get your cream by any means and being with self-esteem Supreme and booty walk so mean the way you fit in them jeans you eat your cornbread and green or a doctor, red wine or vodka Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra Retwist your locks and realign your chakras Doing your squats and getting close to God, huh? Brunch it with your squad or taking a girl's trip Adjust your crown, you God's gift to the world Say celestial body, drink your water Meditate, Sun kiss goddess, heavenly order Levitate, tribe of Ashanti Black girl magic, melanin popping Whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you bougie or savage You a gift and a treasure You got to love a black girl getting a shift together black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, man. These black girls are getting they shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, dog.
0: 2020 has proved that we must be prepared for the unexpected, which is why you should contact an Edward Jones financial advisor like Tonda Leo Day. Contact him at 770-466-0031 to schedule an appointment tell him black girls getting their shift together sent you